everyone. This is episode 484 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, June 13th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Ruzhnez, and today I'm going to talk about the rest of E3, and that's really just, because I might be missing something, but the, the ones I'll be focusing on are Sony's press conference, Ubisoft's, and Nintendo, they're direct. Uh, Square Enix, Square Enix also had a press conference, but it was pretty much a waste of time. Uh, they showed a lot of the same stuff they showed at Microsoft's conference. So we saw more Just Cause 4, Tomb Raider, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, a trailer that was almost identical and almost, well, no, identically as bad. Uh, the Quiet Man, which conceptually could be interesting. Bad trailer with live action cut into in-game footage for a second and then back to it's just weird uh no avengers which was surprising um yeah nothing really exciting there except oh octopath traveler octopath traveler is going to be getting another demo tomorrow and the progress you make in it will carry over to the main game so that's cool i'm it's one of the most it's one of my most anticipated games of the year so I don't know if I want to play the demo or not, or if I just want to wait and play the, the game when it comes out. So, you know, I'll start off with Sony. But before that, no Rocksteady. Not at Microsoft, not at Sony, nowhere. Not in the Nintendo Direct. What the hell are they doing? I thought it would be funny if they were announced uh, in the Nintendo Direct to be making the next Metroid Prime 4. I know it's rumored to be... Namkai, Namco Bandai. I can't say any name correctly today. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, that's surprising. Very surprising. I don't know what that means. It's weird. Isn't it weird? A big studio like that? We don't know what they're doing and we still don't know? Hmm. Is it going to be this gen? I don't know. What's happening? Uh, Sony's press conference. So, structurally, it was very oddly paced poorly paced some would say i would say i i thought as a uh, looking at it just from a presentation standpoint i hated it i really didn't enjoy a lot of it especially at the beginning it got more into a nice groove after the first 30 or so minutes but it starts in this barn with what's what's his name sean <laughs> is it sean Leahy? that sounds like a completely different other person whatever the, the main guy from PlayStation, talking about church, brings up Kingsman, and that scene from Kingsman, he's like, oh, don't worry, it's not like this, which is really weird to bring up a scene where, the, you know, everyone just kills themselves, or kills each other until one's standing in a church. I don't, I don't want to think about that. That's weird. And it's weird, you just start it off in there, and the audio sucks, and then they bring on a guy to play Manjo for three or so minutes, and then they give us a Last of Us demo. Which, I was, I don't want to say, underwhelmed is the wrong word, but I didn't get excited after watching that. And part of me thinks that this is me realizing I don't really need more of The Last of Us. I was happy with the first game. I really enjoyed the first game. I thought there was a, a weird disconnect in the story and the game, that the gamey bits were too gamey at times and just took me out of the experience and the immersion. Because uh, like I've said before, 
anytime you'd get to an environment, you'd be like, oh, there are bricks and bottles everywhere. Okay, this is going to be an encounter because these are all these are all here so that I can use them for distractions. That's that's great. Um, but I really enjoy the actual gameplay and I did enjoy the story. But I don't know if I really care about more of this world and the story and these characters. Maybe if it was, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it just gave me completely new characters, but um, I just wasn't excited. And to me, the demo was too polished. It looked too good. It looked like everything that happened, all the encounters, it seemed too scripted. And maybe it is 100% genuine, but I feel like when we normal people play the game, it's going to look very different. And it's not going to be as smooth and as streamlined and as polished and as just seemingly perfectly scripted like that. And I would have rather have seen a raw demo. But I know you, you make such a polished demo because it really shows off the game and what can happen. And if that if that's real, good on them. But I'm just hesitant. It's a, it's a demo that I see and I'm like, I need to play that for myself. I, don't, I look at it and I'm just like, in, in the same way that you could look at the original Watch Dogs demos and be like oh man this looks incredible and then you get it and it's 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 good but it's not it's not up there um so yeah there was that and then they left that area had an intermission which went on too long as they pushed everyone to the actual arena that the rest of the show is going to be taking place at and i don't know i think they announced some call of duty and destiny crap not that it's crap it's just like it's like oh here's a 30 seconds of this game and that game. Um, and then they cut to a guy playing a flute. And he was dressed in like old Asian garb. And he wasn't Asian or anything. It was really weird. And he's playing the flute for way too long. And it, it, it was so much worse than the banjo thing. And then it cuts to Ghosts of Shushima. Shushima? Shushima? Which... I was so excited for going into and the footage we saw did nothing for me. It made me so, it looks, and a lot of people make this comparison like the Asian themed samurai themed assassin's trade game. People have been wanting for years and that's true, but it also looks like that using assassin's creed from, you know, assassin's creed two or something, uh, going back to, the early days in the genre it doesn't seem like it's advanced combat i don't know it just didn't grab me especially after seeing uh sekiro shadows die twice which is one of my now most anticipated games of well i guess i don't i don't remember if that had a date but i assume it's coming out next year but after seeing that and there are some similar bits of imagery i just am way more into that than this and even a little bit like even neo 2 i'm kind of more interested in um but i will definitely play it because i've really enjoyed the infamous games they're some of my favorite exclusives i've enjoyed this uh the sly cooper game so i think they always are just like this far away from making something really truly special but i always really enjoy sucker punch games so even though this footage didn't do that much for me i'm still in because i trust sucker punch and uh, in the same way that the last of us i will probably play that but i'm definitely more interested even though the footage didn't do much for me in ghost of uh, shushima than 
that. Then we saw Control, which is the new Remedy game, which I am all in. This is one of my most anticipated games because I love Remedy and the game looks awesome. The little bit we did see, uh, a lot of Inception type stuff going on. Uh, it seems like a natural evolution for them after Quantum Break. Uh, it looks like a Remedy-ass Remedy game, and I am all in for that. Uh, and it's excited. It's exciting to see them on the PlayStation stage, to see them expanding their the not the scope of their games, but uh, the, it's just nice that their games will once again be able to be experienced by a larger audience because I think they make really great games and. I'm happy that more people are going to get to play them. Do I think it would be cool if they were one of the teams, studios announced to be bought up, acquired by Microsoft when they were announcing all those? Sure. But they surprised me with Ninja Theory. That was one. Like Remedy would just be, in a way, too obvious, but also seemingly too late. Like, why didn't they do it years ago? Why, right after Alan Wake, they should have just been like, and I think they probably would. And I just feel like Sam Lake, I believe, is the name of the head guy there that he's just doesn't want to. I feel like he likes being independent and having at least that room of say, sure, he went exclusive with Microsoft for those handful of games, but still was able to make what he wanted to make. Then there was Resident Evil 2, the remake, which I thought had a really great reveal trailer. I'm excited. I never beat Resident Evil 2. I only ever had the clear disc because I got it at Blockbuster used in a clear case with a nice big sticker on the disc. And I was too, I was really scared every time I'd open a door in that game. I found that to be terrifying. Whenever you open the door and you just see black and like, okay, is it going to stay black and I'm going to go through or zombies going to come? I don't know. Um, but I remember playing a lot of that game and never finishing it. I think I always got stuck around a part where you're in an, the attic and you have to find jewels for something. And I just never got through that. Um, but I did sometimes game shark it and give myself the Gatlin gun and just went crazy. Uh, that was fun. Then we saw another Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer because that was just everywhere. It seems uh, it was surprising that the Final Fantasy VII remake was nowhere to be seen. But I feel like it's because Scranix has decided to go all in and just focus on Kingdom Hearts until it's out. And then Final Fantasy will be their next focus after that. But the trailer they showed at Sony's conference was not terrible. I'll give them that. It still was poorly edited and the audio was weird. But it made the game look more interesting to me. I still have no interest in playing it. Other than the few times I see Monsters Inc. and I'm like, oh my god, I get to see, I get to be with Boo again. Oh, I, I just want that snippet. I just want to play that snippet and forget the rest. Because Sora, whatever his name is, I think his voice is incredible. You know, and I don't want to deal with him. Then Death Stranding, the demo left me the most unexcited I've been for the game so far. But it's Kojima, and it's Kojima being able to be as weird as he once so it doesn't i feel like at this point i should just stop watching anything related to it because i'm going to play it i'm a fan of kojima and his weirdness i'm gonna play it that's gonna happen i may not love it because sometimes this stuff does not work for me but 
I like that he is able to create such crazy things with big budgets. And I'm I'm excited to see what this crazy piece of something is. Uh, then there was a Neo 2 little short reveal, which is cool. And then they ended with Spider-Man, which I realized when watching that demo, I haven't really watched much. I, I don't think I saw any footage of it outside of the first reveal trailer from E3 last year, I believe. And that game looks incredible. I am so excited. I don't know. I, it's not that I thought it wasn't going to be incredible, but after seeing this demo, I'm like, God, it sucks that it's an exclusive. It's great for Sony because that means that people who want to play it or, and don't already have a PlayStation will be like, you got to buy one now. But Spider-Man is a huge thing, and it should be on every platform. It's it's just it's such a weird property to me to be an exclusive. I feel like these big uh, properties should be there for everyone to enjoy, um, even if it's just on PC and PS4. Um and then they also said there's like some from software PSVR game, whatever. Uh, decent, decent conference. Uh, I, I'd say it's a pretty like, even though not everything clicked with me, there was a lot of cool stuff and some footage we for for games that we haven't seen in forever. Like great footage, piss poor setup and pacing and all that. So it was a solid conference, but. A horrible, horrible start uh, with some really weird moments. Ubisoft, they started with Just Dance, which I think they always did, with an awesome panda. Beyond Good and Evil 2, I really don't care about this game. Every time, I, the more I see it, the more I realize I don't care about it at all. This whole crowdsourcing content for it, I'm wondering how deep that will go. But I don't, I don't like it. Conceptually, I have issues with it because I feel like what this could lead to is a lot of crowdsourcing and cheap labor for making video games and that's really weird uh i don't i don't like that i because i know they've teamed up with hit record which is joseph warren leverett's little pet project um his i think it's the thing he loves doing uh but i know people get paid with that but i don't think it's anywhere near what a professional in that field we get paid so it's in, it's interesting to see what it what this all happens with and from the sounds of it it doesn't sound like they're making any kind of significant content just like okay you can make graffiti that will be placed in the world and music that might be placed you know on the radio or here or there um objects that might be thrown in like a back alley or something but nothing that is significant to the actual game and the gameplay and the narrative and stuff like that. That's what it seems like. Um, but I just don't care. I, I think the first game is incredibly overrated. And it does not hold up at all. If it, if it ever did. I don't think it was probably that great when it first came out. There's a great art direction. Incredible music. It's not a great game though. Uh, ba ba uh, Trials is returning. Trials Rising. Which I forgot trials was a thing i forgot ubisoft had them and i'm excited for more trials i've always loved the trials games i thought the last game didn't quite hit all the right marks especially the blood dragon-esque one which had you going around shooting outside of your bike walking around that was weird division two more of that i'm excited i love the division so i'm excited for more of the division two and i'm i like the idea of it being 
six, seven months in the future with the disease being all but gone. And now it's just society trying to rebuild itself and people wanting to, you know, having to try and break out of this sense of anarchy and find uh, some kind of structure again. So I think that'd be cool. And I, you know, Division is a great game. And there was some Mario plus Rabbits music number, whatever. I don't know if it was announcing something. Skull and Bones, don't care about it. Uh, I don't like pirate ship battles. I don't like ship battles. I don't think they're fun. And since that's all it pretty much is, I don't like, I'd rather, I'd much rather play Sea of Thieves where you can go around and explore and maybe there's not all that much to find and it's only fun if you're playing with other people, but still, I'd much rather do that. And I like that, the aesthetic of Sea of Thieves. Skull and Bones, I'm like, I, I cannot care less for that game. Um, unless there's more to it than just that. Uh, if it's more akin to Sid Meier's Pirates, maybe I'd be interested. I don't know. Transference is a interesting looking VR game. I don't think you have to play in VR. Elijah Wood was there because they're collaborating with a bunch of, you know, actors who are child actors and still actors. I don't know. Um, look interesting, but whatever. Starlink, Battle for Atlas, whatever Star Fox is in, I don't care. <laughs> for Honor, I guess they showed some For Honor. I don't remember seeing that, but whatever. Okay, great. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It looks like Assassin's Creed is moving farther and farther away from what Assassin's Creed was, and now it's getting closer and closer to Mass Effect, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, you know, you have branching dialogue trees now, and romance options, and the 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 dialogue bits look rather stiff, like classic Mass Effect. So I don't know how to feel about it. Um, I, I miss classic Assassin's Creed, uh, the original and uh, the two and Brotherhood and whatever the hell the other one was. So I think that was pretty much it. You get Crew 2, Rainbow Six Siege. I don't know. They're making a documentary, which I think will be cool. Uh, but yeah, and then Nintendo. What did they show? Super Mario Party. I'm excited about this. I enjoy the Mario Party games. Are they stupid? Do you get screwed a lot? It, yes, sure. But I think they're fun for the most part. They have a lot of solid mini games. It's not about winning. It's just about enjoying the ride. If you're if you're really concerned about winning the whole game, why even playing? Is is not that's not what it's for. It's just about having a stupid silly time with some friends, and I'm all in for that. Xenoblade Chronicles Two, DLC, I guess, whatever. The Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, I didn't. I saw the only footage I remember seeing from that is of a guy walking around in town, and I was like, I don't. This doesn't look like the Fire Emblem I want. So, mm. Fortnite. We already knew this. Not surprising. Not really special. I guess. People are realizing that if you've made an account and been playing on PS4, you can't take that to other platforms. Maybe PC, but not. You can't use that account on Switch for the time being. Will that change? I don't know. It probably should change because Fortnite's a big thing, and people have been playing on PS4 and also have a Switch. And like, I want to be able to play on the go at times too. I don't know. I guess it would be cross-platform with the phone too. I don't know. It's weird, but I've seen people complaining about that, and I thought, oh yeah, that is weird. Hollow Knight is on Switch and available now. 
And then it was all Super Smash Brothers after that. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And I've never been into Super Smash Brothers. I've said this before, but I've never really given it a fair shot. And I think given this game's whole shtick as being the ultimate one, all the characters are back from all the games, and there's going to be a lot of levels in there. You know, this is going to be the ultimate, definitive Smash Brothers experience. Of course, they've also announced GameCube controller support because people care about that. Regardless, I think I'm going to finally give it a fair chance, a fair shake, and check it out because it's got all these things and. I was looking at it and watching everything, and it kind of went on for maybe a bit too long, but as they were talking about all the little changes to each character, I don't think they went through all the characters, but as they kept going through all these little tiny changes and how they've listened to the audience, I'm like, this is really cool. If I was into Super Smash Brothers, I'd be so excited about all of this. And the only reason I'm not is because I didn't have 64, which I think is the first one that came out, and so I didn't care about that with GameCube. The few times I played with friends, we'd always play Double Dash. Uh, I didn't have Smash Brothers, so... Um, and I didn't have... like Double Dash was just like, oh, this is a fun kart racing. And I felt like Super Smash was always this more fan service type of thing. And I was like, oh, I've, I grew up as a Sega boy. I had, my, I had my Genesis. I didn't get a Saturn, but I had my Dreamcast. And I'm like, Sega, Sega, Sega. Uh, so, there's that. But uh, I'm excited to play it whatever anywho i don't know i'm uh, outside of ether and all this stuff what have i been doing i play some more far cry and i'm maybe getting a little tired of it i don't know it's weird because there's something about the world that feels more dead i don't feel like i interact with animals on uh, a regular basis like I did in the previous games. I don't feel like there are as many random encounters with animals, which was always fun to like just have a bear come up on you or some kind of water thing or a bird come down and attack you. And I find that that's rarely happen happening in the game. And I don't know if it's because... I mean, one thing about the game is that it feels like a hunting game. Like it's, It feels like the, the environment feels just like I'm in a hunting game. And instead of hunting, I'm doing all these crazy Far Cry things. When I'm in these encounters and on these missions and shit is going crazy, that's cool. That's fun. But when I'm just outside exploring, it's a little just bland and a little boring. I remember people talking about how you keep running into enemies and they would just come and attack you. And it was sounding like Far Cry 2, but I don't think that's the case. Uh, I don't feel like I'm having anywhere near as many of those types of experiences. And I think the arcade stuff is kind of neat, but it seems like when I. It seems like there aren't that many either high rated maps or that they just really limit the, the number that they. or the, the, the amount of maps to put in there. Because when I do it that way, I just keep getting the same thing. It, it seems like there's not a great way of constantly playing random maps and that they don't after you've played a map they don't take that out of rotation so that like okay if i favorite a map then sure i can play it again but if i don't then just don't make me play it again just keep giving me new stuff and that's not happening which is a little frustrating um but yeah looks great but I just wish there was a bit more happening around me as I would as I'm just walking through the world 
in between missions and stuff. Uh, and the story isn't really doing much for me. I, I kind of find, I think her name is Faith, interesting and her whole thing. And I think the little that I've experienced one major cutscene with her, I believe. And I think the voice actor uh, that she is doing a great job in what little I've seen of her so far. I'm really intrigued and interested by her character and her personality and all that. Everyone else just seems kind of bland and stereotypical, but she seems, I don't know, I, I, I dig what she's putting out there. Um, so I'm excited to explore more of her storyline, and I am focusing on her area, so I'll hopefully see what that's like. Uh, yeah, other than that, not much else. Got my router thing fixed. They sent a new one. Same model, but a new thing. So everything's all hunky-dory there. Went to the uh, Chicago Botanic Gardens today. After doing a lot of miles on my stationary bike. So it was a bit of a tiring walk. But it was it was alright. It seems much more like a museum than a garden. Where it's just like, oh, you can learn about plants. Except when we got to the, the uh, bonsai tree section. God, I love those. Bonsai trees are so awesome. I wish I could have one, but in my, I wouldn't be able to really have one in my space because I need the light to not be in here to work. I, I can't take all that glare because um, the window's right by my workspace. Um, but yeah, they're so cool. And they had a, one really big one that they estimated was 600 to 1,000 years old. I'm like, holy crap. I think bonsai trees are so cool. And also the fact that they do live so long, I guess they could just keep on living forever like a regular tree uh, if you just take good care of it, that it is something that could be a family heirloom. Like that 600 to 1,000 year old one, like that could be, if, if a family had that and was just keeping it, that is just multiple, multiple generations that a family could be having this thing pass on. I think that's would be really cool to have and to do. Um, but that will do it for today's episode. I feel like it was meh. I didn't come in at super prepared because I've been doing a lot of other stuff today. And I want to make sure I get this up. And I've got other stuff to do after this. So I just want to, I need to get this out. So hopefully y'all still enjoyed it anyway. Uh, so that will do it, like I said, for the, this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Jenez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Minimalist, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. That is twitch.tv slash pixelated sausage. On PSN, I'm the Kush3. This site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, please go over to Patreon. Nope, that's wrong. You go over to pxsart.com to check it all out. If you want to support the site, however, and everything we do, then you would go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way with however you feel like what. Okay. Oh, what else do I say after that? I just talk, I just say bye-bye, don't I? Look at the, oh my god, I'm so white. Look at this. Maybe I'm not so white and it's just that I'm not wearing my glasses, but I feel like you can see how super white I am here. This is me after getting some sun. I'm so white. Okay.